Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome to a brand new review on the Sam Bissell Podcast on the Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. And right now I'm going to be doing a non-spoiler review on the first four episodes of the brand new Star Wars short Andor, which stars Diego Luna, Stellan Skarsgård, Ardria Jorna, Genevieve O'Reilly, and was created and showrun by Tony Gilroy. from the Empire? You just walk in like you belong. They're so proud of themselves. So fat and satisfied. They can't imagine that someone like me would ever get inside their house. Cassian Ander. The Empire is choking us so slowly. We're starting not to notice. What I'm asking is this. Wouldn't you rather give it all to something real? Now, Andor takes place five years prior to the events of Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, and Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, and basically follows the journey of Cassian Andor as we know how he becomes, or how he gets involved within the Rebel Alliance, and where his character ends, but now we're going to be basically going through the journey of how we end up with Cassian Andor we get to in Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, and it all starts with these first three episodes that we're going to be getting this week on Disney+. And again, I had the fortunate privilege privilege to see the first four episodes of this show and Andor was a Star Wars show when it was first announced that I was excited about I, I was I shouldn't say excited I was looking forward to it as I am with any Star Wars show or Marvel show I'm always looking forward to them and going in with as much optimism as possible but if we were to put a list together of content Star Wars shows movies that I was looking forward to those is definitely on the 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 lower end of the list of most anticipated titles when it was first announced but I have to say the marketing for this show has been a plus the the trailers have been amazing they've really engaged me and and amped up my level of enthusiasm and anticipation for this show so when I got the first four screeners of this show I was really looking forward to it and was all in on what we were going to get and from hearing all the interviews from Tony Gilroy about how this doesn't use any of the volume technology this is all practical effects this is very much a spy thriller it's going to be kind of showing the everyday people of the Star Wars universe. It's not going to have any Jedi or going to the Force as far as we know right now. It's going to be very much focused on being this kind of political spy thriller. And boy is was Tony Gilroy determined in that and was that ever showcased in these first four episodes. When we talk about when I remember Star Wars was first announced we're going to Disney and we were doing these Disney Plus shows and I had a lot of of, of of expectations not expectations but I was looking for certain things when it goes into Star Wars shows longer form content <clears throat> excuse me longer episodes there's so much that I felt like you could do with these shows and, and when you dive into streaming that I feel like even though Mandalorian is great and I have my pickings about Book of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi and those are still fine Star Wars shows that I think satisfy a lot of people and for the most part satisfied me there was there's something missing from what I've wanted to see and this show delivers on exactly what I wanted Star Wars television to become on Disney Plus this is an absolute 
absolutely incredible start. Probably the best start, I might say, to a Star Wars show. Absolutely loved it from beginning to end. And this is very much a spy thriller set within the Star Wars universe. And if you're somebody that loves Rogue One and you love that kind of, of, of how grounded and gritty that is, then this is this show is exactly for you and picks up from those elements that we got in that movie, even though this takes place and is a prequel before those events. I, it is absolutely stunning and it expands on the overall Star Wars universe. We get to see so many incredible new planets and places and characters that there's so much detail to every place that I, I knew what the, the directors were looking for, what the showrunners, the writing, that this is the Star Wars that we want to see and we want to explore it. What television can offer to the table that the movies can't really do because you only have a certain amount of time to tell a story, introduce it to new characters, locations, whereas with Star Wars television, you're gonna be able to expand on that and do different things that you're not able to do with, with, with film. And th th this show delivers on that front and is very different from any other Star Wars show that we've gotten so far, from Mando, from Obi-Wan, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that there really are no kind of Easter eggs or any kind of references to Star Wars. It's very much focused on what is actually happening. It's focused on the story and the characters and where this journey is going. And as much as I like fan service and as much as I like kind of picking certain things out, I very much am always focused also on the story and the development of the characters and the journeys that they do go on. And I appreciate what Tony Gore was able to do with this where it's all about this where we're going, how do where how does this character end up the way that he is? And I really, really did appreciate that now that isn't to say that there are no references to star wars that you still feel like you're a part of the star wars universe and there are still some things that are dropped here and there not to go into any spoilers but again you do you do get the sense that you're in the star wars universe in the end but there's not like you can pick certain things out i don't think we're going to get a lot of easter egg videos per se around this show but i think it's going to be more focused on these new characters the story and, and all that kind of good stuff that we get within these first couple of of episodes. I want to go to some of the standout performers real quick. And this is a great cast so far, but some of the ones that really kind of shine through, especially in those first four episodes, Diego Luna. I mean, he he's a great actor and I love what he did with Andor in Rogue One, but he, he delves into new shades of this character. Even though this is, again, a prequel, he showcases new areas of this character that we didn't expect or didn't know that we needed. And I just think he brings new layers to Andor and some great new aspects as well. When Stellan Skarsgård appears as this new character, Luthen, I love the chemistry between him and Luna. I'm excited to see him and de delve deep more into his character as the show progresses and, and where this journey kind of goes, but you get some inclinations of who this person is, why he wants to fight for the Rebellion, and it, it, it very much is a... It's going to be, I think, more of a mystery of, of what is this person's goals? Why is he doing what he's doing? I I thought Adria Jorna, who plays this character Bix, I thought she was really good in these first few episodes as well. And I think the main antagonist, at least so far in the show, is this character named Cyril, played by Kyle Soler. And it is just uh, amazing what he's able to do as well. So all of them really kind of stood out to me in, in these first few episodes. We don't get a whole lot of Mon Mothma, but when Gen Genevieve O'Reilly comes up in the first few episodes of these screeners that I got, she stands out. I'm so excited to see more of her 
her character and see her kind of delve deep into a, a a persona that she's kind of dipped her toes in from deleted scenes in episode three of Revenge of the Sith or in the few scenes she was in in Rogue One. But to fully see her develop in this time frame is going to be very exciting to see. So I can't wait to see what she does in the future of this show. If I had to rank the episodes of what was my favorite, what was my least favorite, I would probably go episode three as my favorite of the bunch so far. Episode four is really close to it though, right below it at number two. Episode two would be at number three, and then the first episode would be at number four. And that's nothing bad to say about the quality of all the episodes. I just think that there's a way that Tony Gilroy and the writing staff of this team of this show go about doing the first few episodes. And I will say, I think it is very smart of that they are putting out the first three episodes on Wednesday for this show. I think even even if you were to do the first two episodes, I think you could lose people, but the first three episodes act as this kind of of kind of 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 pressure cooker. And in those first three episodes, you're building towards something that acts as kind of like its own little kind of mini movie, its own pilot, and it establishes the characters, establishes the stories. And so I think it is a very smart idea that Gilroy and the staff and the creatives and the marketing and the executives They all decided that we need to go with three episodes, not two, not one. And I think it's going to really establish and get people excited of what's to come in the show. And episode three, I think, delivers on the first two episodes of of the building that they do. And it is fully unleashed in this great way in episode three. And then episode four, again, just kind of continues to, to, again, expand the world, expand the story in new and creative ways. So I really did enjoy the way that they were able to establish a show. And it also, I think, gives more credence and evidence the fact that you can do 12 episodes and, and you can do eight episodes and, and you I think you can feel the the breath of fresh air the freeness from the creators of saying we don't need to rush through all this stuff real quick we can take our time with these episodes and really focus and and develop a lot of these areas and aspects and story that we want to further in these next couple of, of weeks and I think it it shows that you don't have six or seven episodes in Mandalorian and, and I think very much Book of Boba Fett were able to utilize their episodes very well but something like an Obi-Wan Kenobi wasn't really, I think, able to do that. It felt very rushed. So I'm excited that we get 12 episodes with this. And so far within these first four episodes, they're at a very good pace so far. So overall, I'm really excited to see where the show grows from here. So far, I think it is the best start for a Star Wars show so far. I think it it does something new and different, and it is exactly what Star Wars television should be. And again, I love what Mandalorian has done. I think that that reestablished Star Wars as a big, brand after kind of the fumblings of the movie franchise a little bit. And and I think Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, they have, they're more mixed than anything else. But I think a lot of people are going to get on board with what Andor is doing and that there is a, a clear plan for where they are going. And that I think a lot of these episodes, it's not just, and they said it, Tony Guerrero said it. I think a lot of the cast has said it in interviews. This isn't just about Andor. This is about the birth of the rebellion. I think you see that in these first four four episodes and you see more of, again, the, the, the middle lower tier classes of the universe really start to formulate this kind of rebellion. And that 
that even though we've had Luke Skywalkers and Han Solos and Princess Leias, it's these everyday people that form the rebellion. You don't have rebellions without these people. And we're starting to see the little sparks that come from that. And, and they do such a great job of doing that. I think a lot of people are going to connect with these characters, with this story, and it's going to have some great conversations carrying over in the next few months when the show is on. So, so far, great start for the show. I cannot wait to see where it goes in the next few weeks, and I cannot wait to see what your reactions are to this show once it debuts on Wednesday on Disney Plus. Again, a three-episode premiere for Star Wars' Andor. Well, let me know down below, what are you guys most excited about about Star Wars Andor? Let me know and leave your thoughts. And with that down, that will do it for this review on the Sam Bissell Podcast. Once again, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out more content on my channel. You can check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, SoundCloud, and much more. Also, make sure to tune in to the Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. And be sure to check out the other amazing shows that are on here, such as You Mad Bro, the number one source of what the internet is pissed off about on a weekly basis. Also, make sure to check out goal-driven professionals geared toward improving client relations, return on investment, and customer acquisition costs for independent businesses and services. Also, make sure to check out The Daily Grind, a weekly motivational podcast with Kelly Johnson giving you everyday tips and key takeaways on reaching your goals. Also, along the way, make sure to check out these other amazing shows on the podcast solutions, such as Wrestle Attic Radio, Fretzelmania Podcast, and Midnight Showing. You can check these out and so much more on the website, ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com, also on Facebook and Twitter at Real Ambiguous. And if you want to check out Canopy Treehouse, use the coupon code AMBIGUOUS. Also, when you get a chance, make sure to follow me on social media. Find me on Twitter at Bissell Samuel. That's B-U-S-S-E-L-L-S-A-M-U-E-L. And also on Facebook at Sam Bissell. And if you want to check out my YouTube channel, make sure to follow me at The Sam Bissell Podcast. So once again, everyone, thank you so much for tuning into this review. And until next time, keep on screening. There's fermenting out there, son. Pockets of fermenting. You're in my net. Are you a fish? Or are you a thief? You're slipping. <laughs> I'm not slipping. I've just been hiding for too long. As long as everyone thinks I'm an irritation, there's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. What are you really doing? This is what revolution looks like. I'm tired of losing.